in jesus name we pray father god we praise you once again for your presence thank you for the word that you prepare for us to meditate this thing let your presence fill and cover each and every one of us holy spirit of god we pray that you will minister to us bless us in the mighty name of jesus christ in jesus name we pray please take your seats I once again take this opportunity to thank and praise God for the privilege what God has given to me to stand before you to share his word. From the beginning of this month we were hearing and meditating about revival as God has promised us. Not only on Fridays even in our intercessions we keep hearing about it and we know that we are god is leading each and every one of us and marching forward to the towards the victory and i thought that there should be something to share with you today it is about how to measure the spiritual growth as an introduction just i want to say that a continual or um, immaturity is an embracement to our god like any human father our god desires his children to grow spiritually i believe that you all accept it as we are studying in the mind of christ course also all together on daily basis and what you are studying is it is god's desire for all his children to become like his son jesus christ in the same way even to all of us as a human father as our we as a human father expect our children to grow our spiritual father also expects us to grow Ephesians 4:13 to 14 if you go through it the Paul writes like this till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the son of god to a perfect man to measure of his stature of fullness of christ that we should no longer be children tossed to and fro and carried about the every wind of doctrine by trickery of men in the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting so we god the word is says we no more wanted to be just like a children we should grow in maturity so age alone does not indicate maturity or seniority is not the same as maturity we have many adult with a childish mentality what are then the marks or the signs of maturity or 
how do we measure spiritual growth god's call is not only let my people go but also let my people grow let my people grow tell your neighbor let my people grow today i brought few points for us to know how do we measure our spiritual maturity or what is the sign of spiritual maturity number 1 is denial of self that is the basic kind of fundamental jesus to his disciple what did he say luke 9:23 to 24 then he said to them all if anyone desires to come after me let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me we are all those who are born again we did it as a first step yes indeed we denied and we gave ourselves and we started our journey to follow him 24 for whoever desires to save his life will lose it but whoever loses his life for my sake will save it so self denial is both the cornerstone and a capstone the foundation and also it is most important for a christian if you are not walking the spiritual life or if you are not growing there that should be a problem that is the identity that means your first step there you have failed your denial is not the truth for some other reason you could have followed jesus christ or accepted jesus christ or even obeyed obey the lord into orders of baptism so that is not going to save you so denial in this uh, means you should be on daily basis that's what jesus said take your cross daily and follow deny daily yourself and follow as simple as that but once we are deny our souls or the things and following we think that is for all no it is our daily affairs as i said even what paul says first corinthian chapter 15 verse 31 i affirm by the boasting in you which i have in christ jesus our lord i die daily he did not use his rights what must be denied in life will vary from person to person the lord will reveal this to us when we wait before him and ask him generally he will direct us to sacrifice what we hold very dear to us denying in the sense whatever you think that is important in your life you give away that's it for an example abraham he sacrifices only son jesus uh, yes isaac as uh, that we see in genesis 22 22 to 22 to a rich young ruler what he has denied 
Matthew 19:16 to 22. When we practice self-denial in small things, we get trained for more demanding situation. So about Abraham, what do you know? At the beginning, he obeyed God and left his father. Now, while maturing, he obeyed God and offered his son. See the difference. In the first place, he obeyed God's word and left everything. And he came. When it come to obey him, as he was maturing in the Lord, the one and only promised son, Isaac, is ready to sacrifice. That is the maturity. That means, self-denial is not the trend today. I must have my way and all I want. That is the trend in these days. This is the cry everywhere. All the preachers are saying, what they say, even in religious circles, they emphasize more on the faith of Abraham than his self-denial and leading to obedience. Who talks about his obedience? Only about his faith, faith, faith. Blessing, blessing, blessing. That's it. Where is obedience and the denial of himself, of his own son Jesus, his Isaac, to God. So that is maturity. Secondly, peace with one another. What I was saying, you may think that it is very simple. Yes, it is simple. But do we follow this in our life? That is important. It is not that it is a simple truth. But at the same time, I can say that this is very fundamental and it is most important in our day-to-day life to measure your maturity. If you are not following in your life these things, you are not mature enough. You may be the Christian for 10 years, 15 years, or even 50 years. But we don't, if you do not have this properly in your life, you are immature in the sight of God. So, peace with one another. First Corinthians chapter 3, 1 to 3. What he says, And I, brethren, could not speak to you as a spiritual people, but as to carnal, as to babes in Christ. He is writing to the church. He is mentioning them, quoting them as a babes in Christ. Why? I fed you with milk and not with solid food. For until now you were not able to receive it. Why? And even now you are still not able, for you are still carnal. Even though you say you are born again, you are a children of God or a child of God, you are not prepared yourself to receive the solid food. Still you are babes. Still you wanted to claim that we are child of God, child of God, children of God. We are just content or satisfied in that level. We never look forward or step forward to mature enough in our spiritual life. And he says, for where there are envy, the childish character, the continuation of verse 3, 
for you are still carnal for where there are envy that is jealousy strive and divisions among you are you not carnal and behaving like mere men so don't be say don't fight like children in our in, in our normal life when somebody fights we say that don't fight like children why children always fight mature people no but in this days even the mature people so called mature people also will fight am i right it's very common but if you are fighting it shows that you are immaturity so mature people will give up everything anything for the sake of peace as example again abraham and lot what he has given in matthew 5:9 says peace we are peacemakers peace with one another is possible only if we filter out all rubbish from our minds even philippines 4 8 and 9 you can read it for perfection in christ so take initiative whether you are the offender or offended matthew 5 23 and 24 says you are the offender and you are offended do all you can so growth means unity of spirit ephesians 4 3 unity of faith ephesians 4 let me read ephesians 4 3 endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace ephesians 4:13 says till we all come to the unity of faith and of the knowledge of the son of god to a perfect man to measure of the stature of the fullness of christ so if you are matured enough there is always unity in spirit and unity in faith i believe in this church there is unity of spirit and unity of faith if you believe shout amen yeah louder amen amen thank god we have to thank god for that blessings that is prevailing in each and every one of us thirdly edification of others first corinthians chapter 13 verse 11 what paul says when i was a child i spoke as a child i understood as a child i thought as a child but when i became a man i put away childish things when i became a man i put away all childish things what are they what he says gifts manifestation in in his life first corinthians chapter 14 18 to 20 if you read it he says i thank my god i speak with tongues more than you all yet in the church i would rather speak five words with my understanding 
that I may teach others also. Then 10,000 words in a tongue. Brethren, do not be children in understanding. However, in malice be babes, but in understanding be mature. That means we should not boast ourselves about our maturity or what you have, the gifts. Here I can mention whatever the gifts or the talents given to us, it is not for yourself. It is for others and it is for the church. Do you believe it? Do you believe that? God has blessed us with gifts. The spiritual gifts. Not for ourselves alone. Edify one another. Amen? Tell your neighbor. Gifts to edify one another. <laughs> so gifts are not toys for our pleasure. But tools to others profit. Amen? Romans 15. 1 to 4 you can read it. And uh, he... Reference to turn stones into bread for his own, about Jesus Christ, what I am going to say now. What did he say that? Christ, he did not, when the, the temptation came to him, he refused to turn the stones into bread for his own hunger, but he multiplied bread and fish for others' hunger. Secondly, he did not pray for the Father for a legion of angels to protect him, but prayed for the protection for Peter and the other disciples. So do not come to church expecting what you can receive. Always used to say. But what you can give. Worship means we keep on encouraging you. It is not only coming and just receiving God's blessing, before that, we come to give to the Lord. That is worship. You come prepared to give to the Lord from the bottom of your hearts, thanking Him and praising Him, glorifying Him. The rest, when you do that, in, in, indeed, God will also bless you in return. Because he will not let anyone to go empty-handed. So that is possible only when you prepare. Not only you prepare, when you come and give unto the Lord from your heart, through your lips, from praising God, glorifying Him. When we say it is not a routine, think about the past and thank Him. And the, our heart should be filled with the love and the gratitude unto Him means we should recollect. Always we come with a burden rather than thanking God. That becomes very natural and we have practiced like that. But at the same time, we should be excited to come in His presence. How can we join? Because not all of us having a privilege to praise and worship Him louder at your place. When we come together, it is a joy. Uniting our spirit, uniting our faith, making a, making a joyful noise unto the Lord so that not only we rejoice, we edify one another 
heaven should rejoice as we are praising. That should be our preparation. So, Lord bless me, praying always like this is childless, childlessness. Lord make me a blessing, that is a maturity and responsibility. That is what Abraham's blessing always I used to say. Abraham's blessing, Abraham's blessing, the always we, oh, most of the people used to say that. What is the Abraham blessing? It has a two part. One is God bless you, I will bless you, and you will be a blessing. We are always content with God bless me, bless me, bless me, as he blessed Abraham. But the other part, the other side is what? Be a blessing. How far we become blessings to one another? How far? How much? What do you give? In what way you say that you are a blessing to others? This is our prayer, this is our cry from here, we should be a blessing to one another. Amen? Tell you neighbor, we should be a blessing to one another. That is called maturity. We are mature people. We are not children no more. How many years we are born again? A year before. So just count them. So what do you expect from your children physically to grow the same way our father expects us to, us to grow spiritually? One of the things is sign is edify one another. God has blessed us physically, materially, and spiritually edify one another. Not in words, in our deeds, we should be a blessing. Amen? Amen. That shows, that is the sign of a matured Christian. Not what can I get, but what I can give. Right? Fourthly, exercising to progress. That is, give yourselves, and it is the progress. That is, not that in one way or a limiter, that it has to grow, progress in all the way. First Timothy chapter 4, 12 to 15. He says, Let no one despise your youth. He is telling to Timothy, I like this portion very much. I used to uh, argue or discuss with my mother always this word as I was young. What is that? Let no one despise your youth, but be an example. Example to whom? To the believers. I should be an example to the believers. I like that. In what? Number one, in word, in conduct, in love, in spirit, in faith, in purity. I always arguing with that. That means being example to the believers means these things are not seen in the believers. That's what my understanding. So what that means, as uh, simply if we put it, what way we make difference with our carnal people? As we say that we are believers. In what way you prove or you can all the unbeliever know that you are a believer? These are all the things. In word, in conduct, 
in love, in spirit, in faith, in purity. In all these things, you should prove to an unbeliever that you are a child of God. If you do so, you are a mature person. You are a mature person. He says, how long? Till I come, give attention, how it is possible, to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine. Do not neglect the gift that is in you, which was given to you by prophecy with the laying on the hands of the eldership. Meditate these things. Give yourself entirely to them that your progress may be evident to all. Underline that. Your progress may be evident to all. If you do so, your progress will be an evident to everybody. Can you do that? You check that? Yes, definitely it is possible because our God is faithful. The God who has called you is faithful. He is unchanging. That is his de desire. We are here to fulfill the desire of our Heavenly Father. As much as we care for our body, diet, dress, and developments, we must attend to our inner man. That is, casualness is an enemy to your spiritual progress. We cannot take everything cash for. Okay, I'm a born again, I'm a member of the church, I'm in this year, I'm doing this, that, God has given me these talents, I'm a part of the church, I'm a worker, worker of the church, I'm a leader of the church. Don't take it very casual. You are responsible in the kingdom of God. We are not our carnal people. We are kingdom people. We should be proud enough to say that. I am a child of the living God who is the creator of heavens and the earth. Who is the living and the who is always in me and with me all the days of my life. Second scripture is Ephesians 4, 14 to 16. What is he? That we should no longer be children, that I said before, but in this, as once again, 16, whom the whole body join and knit together by what every joint supplies, according to the effective working by which every part does its share, causes growth of the body for edifying of itself in love. That means, once again, edifying one another. That we should be concerned about the whole growth of the body of Christ. It is not only yourself, that is, as, a, as I said, it is not only individual growth, it is, we should be concerned about the corporate growth of the church of God. Amen? Amen. Fifthly, discernment of truth. Discernment of tr truth. Hebrew chapter 5 if you read from 11 to chapter 6, verse 2, it goes on like this. Of whom we have much to say 
and hard to explain why since you have become dull in hearing we are dull sometimes we become dull in hearing maybe various reason for the situation or the circumstances or whatever the experiences you are going through personally or as a family or in a working place whatever it is that pulls you down and keeps you dull in hearing god's word what he says for though by this time you have to be teachers you need someone to teach you again the first principles of the oracles of god and you have come to need milk and not solid food for everyone verse 13 who partakes only of milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness for he is a babe but solid food belongs to those who are of full age the mature person that is those who by reason of use have their senses exercise to discern both good and evil the one who can discern what is good and evil is a mature person even sometimes believers have the problem what is right what is not what is right what is not right what is good or what is bad if you do not understand or able to discern that that is evident that you are child your child is you are still drinking milk you are not prepared to have a solid food so in that case that's why he says you are very much dull in hearing maybe the the circumstances has covered you or pulled you but you should come overcome those things so in verse 6 one says therefore leaving the discussion of the elementary principle of christ let us go on to perfection that's what i wanted to stop there so let us therefore leaving the discussion of the elementary principle of christ let us go on to perfection god wants us to be perfect in everything right growing in the knowledge of christ is a sure way to escape deception second peter chapter 3 verses 16 to 18 Second Peter chapter three sixteen to eighteen, as also in all his epistles, speaking in them of these things, in which are some things hard to understand, which unthought, unstable people twist to their own destruction, as they do also the rest of the scriptures. You therefore. Peter is writing you therefore beloved since you know this 
beforehand beware lest you also fall from your own steadfastness being led away with the error of the wicked but grow in the grace and the knowledge of the lord jesus lord and savior jesus christ to him be the glory both now and forever so we should grow in perfection we should discern learn to discern the things of good and evil we should be matured enough in all the ways so this is the one of the sign for us to know our measure our maturity sixthly appreciation of others appreciation of others how peter appreciates paul second peter 3:15-16 the as the it was in the previous what he says and consider that the long suffering of the lord is salvation as also our beloved brother paul according to the wisdom given to him as written to you peter is saying about paul his teaching is very hard it is difficult to follow and peter's early years his nature is he is quick to speak in on any subject that we know many times he spoke not knowing what he was speaking that we know from mark chapter 9 5 and 6 then peter answered and said to jesus rabbi it is good for us to be here and let us make three tabernacles one for you one for moses and one for elijah because verse 6 says because he did not know what to say for they were greatly afraid sometimes we also become like that we speak like that we are very fast in speaking but always i used to say even for poorers for a bit good a better counseling we should be qualified to hear much than to speak some people are very good in speaking but very poor in listening if you are very poor in listening other that is another sign that you are not mature enough if i very good in speaking always remember peter the rest you will know right we are experts in self appreciation the i know everything principle attitude prevents us from appreciating what others say or do sometimes we have that whenever we say something i know this before telling some, completing the sentence the opposite person will say i know this i know very well have you come across this experience in your life but you should not be like that <laughs> if you have come across such people in your life that is a lesson for you easily you should not be like that person as simple as that 
we should learn from the people the good things if somebody is sir sometimes people used to ask in the bible there are many things as written how do we meditate i always i used to say three things he speaks about the world he speaks about god he speaks about us something to follow something to give away as simple as that even the biblical characters are like that so there's no much time for us me to explain that anyhow so first corinthian chapter 4 verse 7 for who makes you differ from another who makes you differ from another and what do you have that you did not receive now if you did indeed receive it why do you boast as if you had not received it so everything is received god has blessed us in such a way so dear children of god be analytical not critical or a suspicion on anything be liberal with appreciation people grow by appreciation we may try that by teaching we will they will grow more than that simple way is just appreciate them whoever does mistakes god has taught me in such a way first thing learn to know what to appreciate from that person even in your personal life whenever the things comes hot situation you are going through difficult situation you are facing first learn to praise god in that situation what are the things you can praise that is maturity if we fail to do that all the time when you have having a difficult situation if you started crying before the lord that is not maturity that is childishness in every difficult whatever the difficult situation learn to thank him in what way i can thank god in this situation that is the maturity i believe that all of us should mature enough to to go through such a situation or expect that situation in your life i expect amen from everybody amen. correction only after appreciation for an example jesus to peter in matthew 16 13 18 if he say my father on his foundation first he said when he asked what the people say about me he said many things and about you he said and you are the son of the most high god then immediately god said the jesus said my father unless the father revealed to you you will not be knowing then he said on this foundation i will build my church immediately 2123 get behind me satan these things are for him to be corrected appreciation is there followed by corrections so similarly let us to the seven churches in revelation 2 and 3 whatever you go through the whole churches what the scripture says about it first commendations then corrections so do not despise anyone law of the kingdom a little and in our day to day life spouses need mutual appreciation sometimes our spouses demands that don't let spouses to demand from you it should be from you or naturally look at your spouses 
where they are. It is easy to preach from here, but it is difficult to follow in a personal and a practical life. Why I say this, of course, my spouse, my wife used to ask me, whatever it is, why others are saying, appreciating, why you are not doing? I failed in that. <laughs> I accept it from here. As I preach you, I will do it, I follow it in my life. Accusation is devilish. Appreciation is divine. Amen? Amen? Accusation comes, it is only devilish. Revelation 12.10. Revelation 12.10, devilish is accusation. Or all of us is standing there. But appreciation is from our God. That is divine. We should all desire God to say, well done, my son. Well done, my daughter. Do you believe that you expect that? Do you desire that? Say amen, louder amen to that. Amen. Yes. God will always appreciate you whatever you do. Appreciation is a sign of maturity. If you are mature enough, you always see that you are appreciating others for whatever they did, they do to you. Finally, growth into fatherhood. 1 John chapter 2, 12 to 14. 1 John chapter 2, 12 to 14. Here are three levels of spirituality you can see. I write to you, little children, because your sins are forgiven. Forgiven you for his name's sake. Little children. I hope we are all little children once, not now. Verse 13, I write to you, fathers, he jumped one level before. I write to you, fathers, because you have known him who is from the beginning. Again, he's coming to the second level. I write to you, young man, because you have overcome the wicked one. Because that is a very dangerous or a critical level. I write to you, little children, because you have known the Father. Verse 14. Important. I have written to you, fathers, because you have known him who is from the beginning. I have written to you, young men, because you are strong. And the word of God abides in you. And you have overcome the wicked one. When you summarize these three things, children are, what is the level? Children level, forgiveness of sin, knowing God as our father, and we as his children. We are all completed or fully qualified for that level. Amen? Amen? Amen. Children? Who are the children in the spiritual life? Their sins are forgiven, knowing God as the Father, and we as His children. Always I used to say that in every situation, remember and confess that you are a child of the living God. 
that itself is a strength and encouragement for any child of God. That is the childish level of spiritual maturity. Secondly, young men should be strengthened. That is, knowing his word, hiding God's word, and towards victory. He is overcome the world. He is the overcomer. And what is expected from us, neither child nor a young man, but as a father by this time. What is that? Knowledge of the eternal God and childhood, that is the past, and youthhood is the present, and fatherhood is the future. What we wear is the past. What we are today is a present, the childhood nature, the young man nature. What is behind or our future is our fatherhood. So here it says like that. As a fathers, what we are supposed to do? We must help youngsters to grow. How is it possible? Tolerate their mistakes. Spiritual children, I'm telling about. Trust them with responsibilities. Teach them the practical lessons. If you teach them, you should experience that. Unless you have experience, you cannot teach. Teach them the practical lessons. Train them in Christian ministry. These are all the responsibility of your fatherhood nature of your spiritual fatherhood stage. I hope we all will, will be qualified for this level of fatherhood. Amen? 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 Because we are all in the Lord for many years. We are all in the church for many years. Most of us are gone through all four levels of discipleship training. And you have heard enough through the word and also through the experience of your facilitator, the teachers. As a conclusion, <clears throat> be encouraged if you have this marks as a maturity. Be challenged if they are missing in your life. I wish all of you to be or to become a matured and a victorious Christian. I wish you all to become a matured as well as a victorious Christian so that the name of the Lord will be glorified. Once again, as a review, what you have studied about these 45 minutes, how do we measure the spiritual growth of a born-again believer or a spiritual child? Number one, denial of self, peace with one another, edification of others, exercising to progress, discernment of faith, appreciation for others, growth into fatherhood. Close our eyes. Let's come before God 
and thank him for the word what God has spoken to us. Just for a moment, close your eyes. Recollect what you have heard. Identify yourself where you are. Do you have this character in you? Self-denial, peace with one another, edification of others, exercising to exercising to progress, discernment, appreciation, and grow as a father. If you are missing anywhere or anything in your life out of seven, it is time for you to pray to the Lord. Our God is always faithful. He is always near. He is always watching. He is always near to hear you. Even from your heart, now, if we ask him, if not in you, confess it. If you need, pray for him, to be with him. God will answer you. Heavenly Father, we praise you and we thank you for this thing. Thank you for your word. Thank you for all of us as your children. Lord, thank you for choosing each and every one of us. Thank you for calling by our own name. Thank you, Lord, for keeping us with you. Lord, here we are. If any of us have any difficulty in growing spiritually or to mature enough or fail to mature, Father, here we are. Continue to speak to us. Convict us. Teach us. Lord, edify us. Encourage us. Spirit of God, you are the one who encourages. You are the one always counsels us. Lord, you are the one always revealing the truth which is from your word. Speak to every one of us, O oh Father. Lord, I pray for the church. Word of God is the foundation in this church. Where you, Christ, is the head of this church. Continue to help us to grow individually, to grow as a family, to grow as a church, to see the greater things, what you are doing in our life, in our family, in this nation, through the church, for your glory alone. In Jesus' precious name, we pray. Put our hands together for our Lord. I'd like us to open our Bibles to Hebrews chapter 5. And I just want us to read those three verses. We have read them, we have seen them. But I just want us to read these three verses again, extremely powerful verses. Hebrews chapter 5, verses 12 to 14. 
for though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you again the first principles of the oracles of God. And you have come to need milk and not solid food. For everyone who partakes only of milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. But solid food belongs to those who are of full age or maturity in some versions. That is, those who by reason of use, or in some versions it says, though, who by reason of practice have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. Extremely powerful verses. And I leave you to personally meditate on these verses in line with the message you have just heard over the last 45 minutes. It's a call for us to become mature. It's a call for us to move from having milk and moving on to solid food. It's a call for us to move from where we are to a higher plane. It's a call for us to stop being fed and instead feed others. It's a call that God is making to you and to me. So let's not be satisfied thinking that we are mature because we were born again before independence. Irrespective. Maturity is not about age. Maturity is where you are in the Lord. So please meditate on these verses. Look at your own lives because this is the year of revival and we need to start with our lives. Turn with me now to 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 23 to 32, as we move into the Lord's table. 1 Corinthians chapter 11, 23 to 32. For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Therefore, whoever eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For he who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner eats and drinks judgment to himself not discerning the Lord's body. For this reason, many are weak and sick among you, and many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves, 
we would not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened by the Lord that we may not be condemned with the world. We come to the Lord's table in remembrance of Jesus Christ. We come to the Lord's table in remembrance of the sacrifice of our Lord Jesus Christ. And this is a declaration of our faith. We remember and declare that the bread is symbolic of the body of Christ. When we eat of the bread at the Lord's table, we do it in remembrance of the sinless body of Jesus Christ that bore our sins on the cross. We remember and declare that the cup in the Lord's table is the blood of the Lamb of God. And every time we drink of that cup, we declare that the blood of Jesus Christ was shed for our salvation. We also come to the Lord's table with personal preparation. The Bible says, let a man examine himself. And let him not partake in the Lord's table in an unworthy manner. So it is now time for personal preparation. Let us be in an attitude of prayer as we prepare the body, as we prepare to receive the body of our Lord Jesus Christ that was broken for us and to receive the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ that was shed for us. Please examine yourself. Be in an attitude of prayer. We keep repeating this and I will repeat it. The Lord's table is for all who have accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as his or her personal Lord, Savior, and Master, and have obeyed him in taking water baptism by immersion. If you do not know the Lord personally, you cannot truly appreciate his sacrifice. In Hebrews chapter 5, verses 8 and 9, it says this, and I shall read it out to you. Though he was a son, yet he learned obedience by the things which he suffered. And having been perfected, he became the author of eternal salvation to all who obey him. And that is why personal salvation and water baptism are considered requisites to receiving the sacraments. And if you have received the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, and you have gone through the waters of baptism, you are most welcome to walk up to the table in just a few minutes. If you haven't done this, please abstain from the Lord's table. Please meditate on the word of God. Look at your own lives and consider receiving the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal savior. Consider going through the waters of baptism because that is scriptural. Let's pray. Father, we do not come to this table because of who we are. We come because of who you are. 
We do not come because of what we do. We come in gratitude for what you did for us. Thank you, Lord. For if you did not do what you did for us, we would be a lost people. But today we are a people of hope, Lord. We are a people with a future, Lord. Because your body was broken on that cross. Because your blood was shed. And it was shed for me. Father God, we are grateful, we are thankful. Father, we ask that you bless the elements of bread and wine. And keep it sanctified that even as we partake of it, Lord Father, it will be a remembrance unto us of your sacrifice, your death, so that we might live. Be with every person who's going to come forward, Lord Father, and let it be a time of personal recollection, a time of personal gratitude. And Father God, to those who are yet to do this, I pray, Lord, that you minister unto them, that you talk to them. Thank you, Father, for what you're doing. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So for those of you who are going to be partaking, please do come with an attitude of gratitude. And when you return to your seats, please continue to be thankful for what the Lord has done. The ushers will guide you as you come forward. Please come in order, in discipline, and return to your seats after partaking of the Lord's table. Destiny, a 
I want you to appreciate God for this life. But the Bible says the life is in the blood. You have taken the blood, therefore you have the life of Christ. Begin to address everything that is contrary to the life Jesus has given you now. Begin to address it, begin to talk to God. Father, I have your life in me. I have it in abundance. I have your life, the life you have given to me. I have it in abundance. By your blood, Jesus, I have your life inside of me. Whatever is contrary, O oh Lord, to you inside of me must give way. Because you are the King of kings, the Lord of all, the Prince of peace. Whatever is against your peace in my life must give way. Because by your life inside of me, you, are, you have taken over. You are in charge. You are in charge. You are taken over by your blood. You have taken over. You have taken over in my life. You have taken over in my life. Talk to God and say, Lord, according to your word, let your light shine upon me and let me reflect your glory as from now on. Let your light shine. Let your light shine upon me and let me reflect your glory. Let your light shine upon me and let me reflect your glory. Let your glory be seen all over me. Let your glory be seen all over my life. Let your glory be seen in the name of Jesus. Let your light shine upon me and let my life reveal your glory. Let my life reflect your glory. Let my life reveal your glory. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. The word of God came to us and made us to understand that we have to be selfless. And made us to understand that we have to be selfless. We have to give all. We have to give all. Everything about us has to be for Jesus. And no aspect of us should be left out. Talk to God once again and say, I surrender to you. I surrender my life to you. I want to grow. I want to mature. I want to grow in you. I want to mature. I surrender my life in the name of Jesus. I surrender every aspect of my life. Father, give me the strength. Enable me, Lord. Enable me to mature. Enable me to grow in the name of Jesus. Enable me to grow. Enable me to mature. I surrender my life in the name of Jesus. I will no longer struggle with you, Lord. Enable me, Jehovah, in the name of Jesus. Help me to subject my flesh, O Lord. Help me to subject my flesh to the Spirit. In the name of Jesus, let your spirit rule over me. Let me be directed by your spirit. Let me be directed by your spirit. 
Let your spirit rule over me. Let your spirit rule over me. We give you all praise. We give you all glory. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that you save me to the end. Because the essence of being here, the essence of, being, of having Jesus is to reign with him in eternal life. Father, save me to the end. Let me not fall by the wayside. Let me not fall by the wayside. Let me not be guilty of your bloody and your blood. In the name of Jesus, save me to the end. Thank you, my Father. We give you all the glory. We give you all praise. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Almighty God, we thank you. Father, we are grateful. Thank you for your word that you have given to us. Thank you, O Lord, for the renewal of this covenant of blood in our life again today. Thank you, Jesus. We are grateful, Lord. We thanksgiving, O Lord. We receive all your grace in the blood and in your flesh. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, my Father. Father, we will be leaving this place, but we will not be leaving your presence. Let your presence continue with us. Let your presence go with us. Father, we pray, as from now on, O Lord, let us continue to pursue perfection in you, in the name of Jesus, so that we will be perfect in you, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Let us share the grace in fellowship. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, your goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen.